Welcome, family, to Jesus Time, where I, your host, Gisela, talks about my time with Jesus, because there's nothing better than hearing what Jesus tells you. I love sharing it, love talking about it, and I loved it so much, I started doing a podcast, because it's super fun, and I love sharing what I learn. I think it's the best. Okay, so I read today in Genesis about Jacob and there is a lot of Jacob that is a hot mess and I don't understand but this verse stood out to me in Genesis 32 24 I'm reading from the ESV and it says this and Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day that jumped out at me and I just had to stop and think about that for a minute Now, this is all in the context of Jacob just leaving his father-in-law, Laban, who was the worst and tried to cheat him. And now Jacob has all these wives and all these churins, and he is going back to his homeland and he's about to meet Esau, his brother, who uh, he did dirty back in the day and he's super afraid. So he prayed to God for help. But this kind of is a random thing that happened while he was on his way. Um, So I don't know how all that is connected, but I know this verse stood out to me and I thought, man, and Jacob was left alone. There's something about aloneness that makes me sad. (laughs) I don't love it. Um, Not that I don't like alone time and not that I don't need times where I'm kind of separated from people to relax. I'm sure you're the same way. Um, But other times, it doesn't feel good. (laughs) You feel lonely in your alone time. You feel all the feelings that you were able to distract yourself from when you had people around you, when you had busyness around you. And the second part of that verse, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. I feel like God was inviting me or at least (laughs) um, exhorting me not to be afraid of aloneness. Because I think there is something about aloneness that has the potential to deepen our faith, to grow deep roots into Jesus, that non-aloneness doesn't have. And I think there is in that aloneness, the opportunity and almost like the given that that we will wrestle with God. And wrestling is not a fun thing necessarily because if you wrestle against God, who's going to win? It's kind of a losing battle. And yet God invites us to wrestle with him. Maybe that's one of those spiritual paradoxes I'll never get, but But there's something profound about the wrestling in aloneness that I think is necessary to deepen our faith. And I don't always know when that is or even how to do it, but I am really attuned to it now. And, you know, thinking back on probably last month, I had a season of aloneness and I didn't like it. (laughs) Like uh, I have four kids and the three older ones are all in college. My youngest is a senior in high school. So I'm approaching 
empty nest at a warp speed. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> But rewind to the month ago. Uh, my kids are all gone for the most part. Uh, my senior in high school is very busy. And then we had coronavirus. The three of us who were left here, we were all sick and we had to be isolated. And that was, that was some serious aloneness. And I struggled and I was sad. I was sad for days. And that is not my nature. That is not my default. I was sad and uncomfortable and didn't know what to do with it. And I remember walking around my house like a zombie, but also frustrated because I didn't want to be in this place. And as I prayed, I was like, Lord, I know you want me to do something with the sadness and sit in it and process it with you, but I don't know what that looks like and I don't know what that is. So here's my sadness. And I almost like said that as a challenge, like kicking a rock and telling God, okay, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> not a posture I recommend, but also he invites honesty. So thank you, Jesus, for that and not smiting me. <laughs> and it was so sweet of him because it was... In that moment of sadness, in that place of being honest with God and sitting in that uncomfortable emotion with him, that I felt him say to me, not in an audible voice, but through, I think, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And he said, joy is not created. You don't have to create it. I am the source of joy. You will be joyful again. Oh, wow. It was such a shot of hope in my hopeless soul, not to be dramatic, but I'm a little dramatic. God reminded me that if I am sad, if I am in the midst of those uncomfortable feelings, they are not forever because he is my source. If I try to create the joy or if I try to create good feelings, And sometimes that's fine. I'm not saying never do that, but I miss out on his power, his strength, his joy, which never runs dry. It is a bottomless well. And I don't want to miss out on that. His way is better. His strength is better. His joy is better. So I had hope. I had hope that this feeling wasn't forever. And even though I was hopeful, I was still sad and that's okay. It's okay to be sad with God, especially. And then I went to bed that night and I was like, Lord, I'm still sad, whatever, but you're here with me. I trust you. And then I opened my Bible and I just read what was slated to read that day. And what was so cool, I typically read ESV version, English standard version, or the NLT, New Living Translation. Um, but this particular verse that popped on My Bible was in the message, which I seldom read, but I feel like the Lord knew there was something about this wording I needed to hear in my sadness, in feeling alone, in missing my kids, in feeling like this season of my life is over, kind of, and just feeling that loss. So I opened my Bible and it And the first thing I saw in the message version was Matthew 5, verse 3. I lied. It was verse 4. <laughs> Matthew 5, verse 4. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then 
can you be embraced by the one most dear to you? Oh, in that moment, I felt like the Lord really understood my grief, even before I did. I didn't realize I was, I was mourning the loss of a season of life, that I was mourning the loss of having my kids in my home. I didn't even realize that, but God knew that. And he told me that I'd be blessed because in that loss, in that grief, I would experience his embrace. God is so sweet and he's so personal and time with him is never wasted. Praise God. So I hope you can appreciate your aloneness seasons. I pray you can wrestle with God well. (laughs) And I pray that he speaks to you in sweet ways. God bless.